0: Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Anthony, and welcome to another edition of SPADE, the podcast. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed part one, two, and three. This is part four. So to all my new subscribers, um, just in case you're wondering what this whole podcast is, what is SPADE? SPADE stands for Suicide, Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder, Anxiety, Depression, and Epilepsy. This is a mental health awareness podcast. So go ahead and check out my podcast. previous episodes. And um, so you can go on and listen and and, uh, tell me what you think. Please leave me comments. Please uh, rate me and everything like that and subscribe. All right. So without further ado, here is part four and be right back. So this uh, conversation has kind of shifted. And so I actually uh, (laughs) want to ask this question to you guys. Um, Y'all don't have this, but um, and we didn't uh, my last panel didn't get to talk about this particular question, but I think this is kind of um, appropriate because you guys were talking about a superwoman um, needs to die. And so yes. Do you feel that uh, the black uh, woman um, or black women are at greater risk to become depressed than uh, black men? Absolutely. I do. Absolutely. I
1: think we all take share in it. But a lot of times, you know, when you think from the us being emotional beings Mm -hmm. and we mother and care for everybody. Mm-hmm. you you're you're caring for your own biological children if you have them mm-hmm. and then we're gonna care for the friend and their children we're gonna care for the husband and all that you know his relatives or whatever it is but mm-hmm. we we just care and that's our makeup how mm-hmm. God made us but I also feel like a lot of times coming up in in our community Pain wasn't something we talked about. So you learn, you know, in our community to kind of sweep it under the rug or just kind of keep on going. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. with that, that's why I say, you know, no, you're going to be all right, girl. You're going to, you know, that's what everybody was doing. That's why I say for women, just because we put everything under our umbrella of care. Mm -hmm. I say, yes, uh you know, not that men won't feel it. Right, yeah, right. I um, actually think, um, I actually think we have, I think it's an even playing field for both. Mm-hmm. And I say that because, um, black men are expected to be superhuman.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they are expected yeah, to
1: pro, they are expected to provide, protect. They are expected to be emotionally available for their women, their children. They're Mm -hmm. expected to uh, take on the world and then come home and take on everything within the home as well. Not to say that women don't, but we are able to unload at some point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, We are uh, uh, able to let go. We are able to unload and then go, (laughs) whew, Girl, thank you for listening, you know, because we got, we got our friends so 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 you know, to talk to and just be like, oh, girl, thank you. Because <laughs> you know, Whew. But I don't feel like Black men have enough of those spaces. You're right. Exactly. Who'll be able to say man, listen, like I've been dealing with this, 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 and this. And then a lot of times they are dealing with our burdens as well because men are fixers. So then they Uh are working to fix everything that we Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are dealing with as well. And so I do not feel like they have enough of those spaces Uh to be able to take off the world and then put it back on later. Mm-hmm. Although we say Superwoman needs to die, sometimes we could take off Superwoman. Sometimes yeah, we can go and have a spa day and go, you know, do whatever we need to do and then come back. But mm-hmm. I would say that our Black men don't have that that uh, leisure as much mm-hmm. as Black women do. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, I'm a big advocate for um, Black men because I noticed how easily in the world that they are um, disregarded for their emotions and their mm-hmm. uh, everything mm-hmm. that they actually do provide. They it's overlooked a lot. Yeah. So I'm a big advocate and I speak up a lot for black men uh, because we got a lot of people speaking up for black women, but who's speaking up for black men and then we still expect them to show up for us. Yeah. Right. So it, it cannot be one-sided. So right. um, it's, I, I would just say it's a level playing field.
0: It's funny that you said that because um, I had uh, yesterday um, one of the panelists, he said that um, the reason why um, Black men we have at heart as far as um, with depression is concerned is because we're taught very few things in regards to how to deal with our emotions. We're just talking on yep. how to yeah. take care of the household. And we're taught um, that's it, pretty much, how to take care of the household. We some of us don't have father figures. Mm -hmm. Some of us come from a single uh, parent home. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. uh, when you come from a single parent home, um, you know, when your mother uh, is trying to handle, you know, the whole household herself and then trying to take care of you or whatever, Mm -hmm. you're left without that, um, the male uh, influence, you know, and also like you said, we're taught to just have this um, hard exterior to where yeah. we can't express how we really feel. Because even from do, a little boy, because mm-hmm, yep. if we do, then mm-hmm. we're being we're oh, no. being called yeah. gay. You know, uh, sp- like because yep. um, the guy yesterday he was saying that his father was like, "Oh, you can't feel. You're not supposed to feel this type of emotion. You're not supposed to feel that type of emotion. You' gay. You need to uh, man up. You need to do this. Mm-hmm. So you need to do that." Imagine, like, it's so many young guys that hear that every single day. And so um men, they grow up with that. And so they don't know how to let go of um and deal, confront with their emotions. And so that's why you have all these cases to where these domestic uh, abuse cases, because when they get angry, they don't know how to, you know, um, yeah. handle yeah. it.
1: Yeah, emo- you know? Yeah. yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, quick. I I would... oh go ahead. Sorry. Right. no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just Uh-oh. uh oh Laura. She's freezing, so you're yeah. uh you're freezing. Um, say it again. Laura. To recognize can you hear me? We barely can. can you hear me? barely okay. all righty it should right now
1: can you hear me now yeah yeah can you hear me now all right perfect um i do de- i do advocate on behalf of black women because i know there are many ways emotionally where because of what angela talked about that super women that superwoman mentality uh-huh. um we don't take care of ourselves mm-hmm. which turns into Anxiety and depression, um, mm-hmm. and health issues. Uh, one of the things, um, especially I found, um, one of the things we learn in science is about something called epigenetics. Uh-huh. And what epigenetics is, is your regular genetics or your DNA is basically kind of like your hardware, it's what you're born with, it's what won't change. But you also have another layer of genetics called epigenetics that can morph, change and cause either better health or worse health based on the life stressors and experience you deal with in life. Mm. And because we're women, what can happen if we're not careful is we can actually pass down our epigenetics to our children in the womb. Mm. Um, and with Black women, because we deal with so much of the stress of being a woman, of being Black, of being a Black woman in the world that we are in, of uh-huh. mothering everyone, of trying to take on everything, uh-huh. it can cause actual health issues within us. Uh-huh. That also being said, um, you, you hit on the head, Anthony, um, when it comes to Black men, the ways in which we teach young Black boys that they cannot basically deal with any emotion outside of anger or humor has long-lasting effects. Uh-huh. Um, we actually are seeing more depression in young black boys as well as middle-aged black men. Yes, than we've ever seen before.
0: Yes, ma'am. Um,
1: and it actually, unfortunately, can lead to very dire health issues for them, including suicide. We're yeah. seeing the numbers and suicides going up as well because um, I remember, I, I think it was a play I saw where someone was talking about the silent cry of black men, where Uh basically it's this, all these emotions that are being bottled up inside with nowhere to go. And when you have nowhere to put all of those emotions, eventually you put it into something and it's usually not constructive.
0: Uh And
1: so, um, I do think it is equal. I think it's something we definitely have to deal with as a community, teaching young, um, young boys and young men, how to express their emotions in healthy ways and teaching, um, you know, our women, how to let go and release, how to be OK with not being OK um, mm-hmm. and to take down the the um, the idea that what is ideal is for us to be the strong black woman.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: OK to sometimes be the, the woman who cries. It's OK to be the woman who laughs. It's OK to be the woman who plays. It's OK to be the woman who rests. hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then I'm making sure I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Cause this is sad, okay? <laughs> it's the <a> rest, girl. <laughs> it's
0: the rest. So I'm gonna get my rest tonight. Okay. <laughs> I have a schedule. I'm like,
1: oh, okay, it's okay. <laughs> you see how comfortable I got after <laughs> she said, "You need you, shift this in." I like it. <laughs> Gonna get
0: comfortable on that note, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <Hey>. uh, <laughs> yeah, so I got another question for y'all. Oh my and since we shifted again, <laughs> <so> <laughs> I got this one. Um, why is the African American community afraid to speak about mental health? Because why? people have people
1: have labeled it. You're crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. They, they, you know you you almost couldn't get away from that and you know resources you know when, when it's not something that's you know readily available
0: mm-hmm.
1: you, why do you talk mm-hmm. about it you know what I'm saying I'm not gonna get it anyway I'm not gonna you know we don't do that
0: mm-hmm. in our
1: community so right. why talk about it but it should it should be as common as me saying girl I fell down and hurt my leg the next thing people are going to yep. say, if it's swollen and everything, they're going to say, girl, you need to go to the Don't doctor not. and get that x-ray or something. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. should be yep. as common like that. Our women who have to have their womanly checkups men have, you know, have to have their checkups and things like that. It should be common. And I'm glad that it seems to be now we're getting to that. Yes. to yeah. where, yeah. You know, it's, it's not taboo yeah, to exactly. talk about therapy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Other communities have been doing it forever. Exactly. Yep. You know, exactly. and they yep. and they start their kids at a young age
0: mm-hmm.
1: with, the, mm-hmm. yeah. with therapy, you know. And, and I think, I don't know how anybody that grew up inner city that is, how they couldn't be dealing with anxiety, depression, and PTSD. When you got gunshots exactly. in your ear and mm-hmm. sirens all around you, this is how you wake up. This is how you go to bed. Mm-hmm. And you're always mm-hmm. walking on guard and driving on guard and all these other things. I think many of us need therapy. I'm mm-hmm. a big advocate for yep. it. Mm-hmm. I really, really am. Yep. Yeah, me too. Yeah. What was Not your longer. thing? You I went off. Look. No, <laughs> no, no that was the that was the question. You answered it. <laughs> oh. I think one of the other things too is that because the black community is so deeply rooted in religion and mm-hmm. Christianity, mm-hmm. that because of um, if you step outside of anything that has to do with church, Jesus, or yes. or any of that. It's taboo that ain't of Mm -hmm. God, that ain't Mm -hmm. of Christ. Well, listen, God gave these people the talent to be able to sit here and listen to me talking about all my problems and troubles. So I'm going to go lay on this couch Mm -hmm. and go get this help that I need. (laughs) And I pray he brought a therapist. That's the answer to my prayer. But so many of us are also uh, stuck with uh, what happens in this house Stays, stays in, in this house. house. Oh, well you can what, just say what that in. You, you what, what, right what goes on here stays in here. Mm-hmm. And that's the life that we lived for so long that going to therapy and talking to somebody about what happened, what's happening in the house, you feel some type of way or you feel nervous or scared, like, oh, I feel like I'm gonna get a whooping for telling all this stuff that didn't happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's it's what True we all need the neutral party so that we can take off all of that layering of toxicity, that layering Mm -hmm. of programming, take all of that layering of um, dysfunction off. Yes. So -hmm. that we can learn what a healthy life, what a healthy relationship, what healthy friendships, what all of those healthy things look like right, because right. we've gotten so programmed in fear that something healthy and something good for us does not look like uh church so we uh steer away from it because it doesn't look like you know praising and you know <laughs> not trying to not not no disrespect to the church like right, if right, we right ain't in there passing the collection plate and we not in there hollering and screaming then you know ain't, ain't nothing being taken care of or being done. Right. And that's the farthest from the truth. Like I love that, right. you know, cause I was, right. at, I was in here shouting, you know, before I got on here, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, like I'm gonna shout every Thursday for therapy too, because it allows me to have that neutral party where mm-hmm. I can, mm-hmm. where I can let go. I can let off and, some, and I know somebody is genuinely listening to me. And sometimes giving me exactly what I need, but other times I didn't talk so much. I talked myself through the problem and came up with the solution just because she was listening. So um, it's very, it's very much needed for all uh, African Americans. Yes. It's it's something definitely needed. I agree. As a matter of fact, it's funny because one of my favorite podcasters always says she believes that. um, part of reparations for black people should be all of us should be able to get free access to mental health services Mm
0: -hmm, Um, mm -hmm.
1: but um one of the other things to put it in like a systemic context is i think angela hit on this point which is access but also for those who did have access to what their relationship was like with the mental health system Mm -hmm. Um, Previous, I would say, to like the 90s and early 2000s, um, many of us who did interact with mental health um, Mm -hmm. facilities, especially not necessarily therapists, but in-house mental health facilities, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there was a very big distrust. In our community around that, you know, a lot of times we talk about our distrust with the medical community, but there was also a similar relationship with mental health. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a person who I don't trust that, <laughs> the people who have interacted with them, they got taken away and they yep. didn't come back home for yep. a long while. Very true. Their kids were taken away. I don't want that. So who mm-hmm. will I go to? I'm going to go to my pastor. Because, you know, I mean, as God's man, he's supposed to know everything, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's not how that works. But in our heads, of course, he's supposed to know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, he my financial advisor. He my therapist. He's my pastor. He's my marriage counselor. <laughs> like, he's supposed to take care of everything. And, like, God couldn't have done it no better. He gave me one man to take care of all my problems, right? but the reality <laughs> yeah. is no that's not how it works no, we right. have to find right. a way to we have to find a way to find the help that we need and thankfully we are in a time where not only are people starting to open up more to therapy but access to therapy is starting to open up as well for uh-huh. more people uh-huh. um it needs work We need to expand it even further, but Uh there's, there's more access to therapy in this day and age. And I'm really happy to see it. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, that, that trust thing is something that as a black community, we, we have to work through that. And I think even sometimes we distrust, but don't know why we don't, why we distrust. And we really kind of need to deal with that because we're missing out on a lot of services we could use because we don't trust the, the, person giving the services Mm -hmm. uh, which Mm -hmm. is why i'm also an advocate for more black people going into the mental health field yes
0: yes Yes. Yes. agreed agreed um i wanted to uh ask this uh final question um and we're going to go back to um anxiety real quick so what are some uh, tips or resources you have used to um, overcome your anxiety?
1: Well, for me, um, being an artist, music reaches me in a place that nothing else can reach me a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, when I don't have the words that I've pinned myself. Mm-hmm. I got a song. Always. Mm. Anybody that really knows me knows that. If you whatever you talk about, I don't care what the topic is, I got a song. And <laughs> it has helped me. <laughs> it really has helped me <laughs> to verbalize some stuff that I wasn't able to verbalize, you know, be it something getting on my nerves. I got a song. Mm. Be it the emotions is everything. <laughs> emotional rollercoaster. I got a song for you. <laughs> You know, and to take the limits yes. off, of, <laughs> you can take the take the limits off of that and just go wherever you want it to go. But I think uh, one thing that we fail to do is we can't. I, I have to tell myself is don't get lazy. Uh-huh. You know, so the things that I can eliminate, mm. just go ahead and eliminate it. Go uh-huh. just eliminate That's it. True. You know, yeah. and it's hard yeah. to do that, but. For me, I think because it feels like in my mind that would take more energy, Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: but it really doesn't. Once I start eliminating and marking stuff up, no girl, this don't work or it didn't work the last time. So try something else or don't do that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Don't think that anymore. Move this out of the way. I close tabs is what I close it. What I call it when I'm in, when I'm doing, uh, some people would call it a to-do list. Mm-hmm. so I make realistic ones not stuff that's far away out there because that caused anxiety more for me mm-hmm. and then to have so many tabs open
0: yeah. causes
1: anxiety for me I get mm-hmm. way out of whack so I'm like you know I, I try to keep myself just do the next best thing. Do it right, right and keep right, going. So right, those are right, those right. are stressors. Of course, prayer and meditation yes,
0: yes. is
1: really big for me. I, I can't that's you know that's a that's a lifestyle for me. Yeah. You know, so yeah. And of course the breathing. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I know for me um two two things. Um my support system mm-hmm. was very important as i under, was understanding and learning about um my depression and anxiety and how to navigate through those things so um my sister is a mental health you know counselor and mm-hmm. um I'm surrounded by people who are in the mental health field that are uh, in therapy themselves. So Mm -hmm. those resources were like, Hey, you know, here's this, here's that. And -hmm. then even when I, my job, you know, when I started like dealing with my anxiety and depression, okay, well here's information for you because they even give you like most jobs give you, um, A resource that you can use where you get like three therapy sessions for free, Mm -hmm. and I I can't remember Mm -hmm. what it's called. Or I think it's EAP. EAP. Uh Okay. Uh,
0: Yeah, and so
1: you get therapy a couple of sessions for Mm -hmm. free, and then they, you know, that then they um, refer you to someone or they allow you to use their therapy services with your insurance and stuff like that. But um, on top of those things uh, like, like Angela said, music, listen, I will clean a house if I put on the right music, you know, and every, you know, (laughs) I found my favorite song and I put it on repeat and I just go,
0: And
1: and a lot of times it's either, um, it just depends on the mood that I'm trying to get into or get out of.
0: So right, if I'm right. trying to get out of mm-hmm. a
1: funky mood, if I'm trying to get out of a funky mood, I'm probably gonna play some jazz so I could be a lot more relaxed and a lot more mm-hmm. in tune with what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. But if I'm if I'm trying to get in a better mood, sometimes you know, you gotta play that little ratchet music, you gotta oh. play a little high music,
0: gotta <laughs> oh like, right, right, turn right. up <laughs> and
1: get you know and get to work, you know. So <laughs> I think it's just a matter of, you know, <laughs> everybody has their their theme. Right, and those right, are like right. some of my things, like checking into my resources with my people and then my music. And then I, I started meditating and stuff last year. My mind is like a wild monkey. So I'm still trying to tap into that resource there. I'm still trying to
0: figure that part out. I am
1: still trying to gather the whole so I can't so can actually... Oh, be man. able to do that without, you know, my mind be like squirrel, you know, and it's yeah. like, okay, come back, come back, come back, you know. So I'm getting, I'm gonna get there though. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get it. That's it. Common. That's the journey. You. I'm gonna get, get, get there. there. Get there. Yeah. Get there. Yeah. 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 Hey, oh, she man. forgot one. You are a comedian. I tell you, you are. Yes. Yes. yes, And
0: the
1: Bible <laughs> yes. says, "A exactly. very part doing good like a medicine." Listen, that, that's, that's the medicine for me tonight. Okay, some good laughs. Yes. Listen. Listen. Yes. Listen, a good movie, a good comedy, a good com- mm. comedic TV show. Yes, yes.
0: definitely. Yeah. Yes, yes,
1: yes. <laughs> yes. No, Mom, what about? I you? agree with both of you. All definitely. I agree with both of them, especially on um, the support system, mm-hmm. the meditation, um, breathing exercises. Yeah. Uh, the, I, I love that Angela brought in breathing earlier in the conversation. Um, I'm a writer, so I write. That's part of my therapy. Oh, yeah. um, seeing nice. an actual therapist <laughs> yeah. is a part of my toolkit. Um, and, you know, also checking in with me. Um yeah you know, one of the things people always say is, oh, you seem really aware of yourself. I told them part of being an educator for me is I had to learn to do that pretty early on. I never wanted to put my stuff on to my kids. And so I had to figure out how do I check in with Laura and make sure that what I'm feeling is in the proper place Mm -hmm. or that I can handle it Mm -hmm. so that I don't put that stuff on them. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, eventually I got to the point where I realized I had to, that just because it's good for me but that was the impetus for me to do it i didn't want to put my stuff on them so i had to learn how to check in with me Mm -hmm. um and that's that's a very big one for me uh it doesn't mean that i'm perfect all the time or i'm good all the time because that's part of why you check in sometimes you're not right and that's okay But you know that it's there. You know that there's something there that you need to address or that you need to deal with or that you need to write it out or scream it out. By the way, screaming Mm. is so good. I'm serious. There are times where I'm like, I can feel the anxiety in my body and I'm. I'm stressed and right, I'm angry about something and I'll be in my car. I'm by myself, you know, not at somebody, <laughs> but I'll be in my car and I'm by myself and I'll just, you know what? Yes. Yes. Right. Let it right. Out. Right. And I let it out of that scene. And so yeah. a good scream. Um, I am very much so here for that as well. Yeah. I am so, too. It's just hard to explain when the others are around. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, try and, I try and stick to being in the car. I mean, like, if you do it when others are around, they start looking like, oh, are you okay? okay. <laughs> <I see this. laughs>
0: You're you right.
1: are you it? <laughs> oh, dude, I'm good. I, feel
0: <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and, and okay, also, a little, also a good cry. Yeah. A good yeah, cry. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes,
1: yes, Anthony, I'm clapping for you. <laughs> I am clapping for you, oh, no, Black Man. good cry. Ooh, yes, Let come Ain't nothing like
0: it. Ain't nothing like it. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's it's especially
1: man. if you fall asleep afterward. Oh, man. nothing like it. Them good whooping oh. cry. Yes. 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 Absolutely. You know when my when my boys were younger and something would happen, you know, I didn't. I never stopped them from crying. I would say, okay. I tried to Mm. figure out a good in between. Like if you. You know, we're hurting. I think it's absurd to think somebody should be okay and just laughing and all of that. That's crazy. That right there really is, is absurd. Right. But I would right. give them an opportunity to cry, but I stopped them after a while. Say, okay, now we've been crying for two hours. We ain't crying on this all day. <laughs> right. I, you know, look, we gotta move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, come back and cry a little and more. Tomorrow. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I mean, I can't just walk life like just tears falling down. <laughs> oh, so we can't do
0: that. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Man. Oh, oh well.
1: Yeah.
0: Um I'm gonna wrap this up, but thank you guys so much for being on. This was a really good discussion. A really good discussion. Yes. This was awesome. Um, make sure everyone, everybody, again, y'all stay tuned, um, for the next panel as we, uh, continue on with this, uh, episode, um, remind everyone of your, uh, podcast and everything, um, Leah Michelle, what's your, uh, podcast? Yeah, you listen.
1: Um, my podcast is the Fat Girl Chronicles and we are available on YouTube. We stream live every Tuesday, which we lovingly call Fat Tuesdays. So you can check us out on YouTube and Facebook. And we're also available on all podcast streaming platforms, including Audible, Pandora, Amazon Music, uh, iHeart, Spotify, Anchor. If you go, if you go Googling, right, right. <laughs> looking for us, you put in the Fat Girl Chronicles, you can find us just about anywhere. And uh, we'd love for you guys to check us out. And even if you guys would like to be on the show, I'd love to have you guys on at any time. It's me and my crew. We have an amazing time. So check us out when you get an
0: opportunity to. Nice. Thanks, nice. Anthony. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks. No problem. Laura, what about you? What's your uh, podcast again?
1: Hi. Uh, I forgot to mention it earlier. My, the name of my podcast is Pick a Struggle. It's a politics pol- um, podcast where I do the work of helping you make American politics make sense for you. Um, right now we do twice a month uh, for episodes. As a matter of fact, I have a new one released um, Monday. Nice. And I'm excited about it. Uh, we are also available on Apple, Google, Spotify, um, Listen Notes, and Podbean. Um, okay. I hope this will actually be on a couple of other platforms soon. And um, also, oh, I guess uh, it's not necessarily a podcast, but also, um, I run a publishing company called Lady O Publishing. Um, where I edit and write and um, consult for authors, I would love anyone who needs that service. Please feel free to reach out, as well as listen to the podcast.
0: Nice, nice. Well, I will have everybody's uh, information um, in my uh, notes for this episode. So, everybody, y'all, stay tuned, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Coming next week on Speed the Podcast.
1: I'm asked this question. More often than not, anytime I uh, make appearance on any type of uh, podcast, uh, mm-hmm. uh, one of those, one of the bigger things would be just the, the embarrassment, uh, mm-hmm. which translates into stigma. Right. Uh, people just don't. It's it's not a good look. You know, it's a sign. Side-